afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to We're Gonna Need a Bigger Show. I don't, are we calling this an episode, or is it yeah. a special, special? Well, I have no idea what number. I think it's like 58. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. 59. Whatever this episode number is, is what yeah. this is. Mm-hmm. You can I'm, read it in the description. Yeah. I'm Mike D. I'm Cameron B. Charles. Today is a special day. <laughs> Maybe he's a specialist. As I sit a special here, day for special people. As I sit here ready to cut my own throat. Um, you and I mm-hmm. are filmmakers. Mm-hmm. And we made a film 20 years ago. <laughs> we made a film, what has it been? We Three? started in 2011. That can't even be right, can It is, though. Summer of 2011 is when we started. Are you depressed that it's been four years? No. Really? No. Okay, I got it... to thinking about this because I knew it was four years, but I didn't want to say it out loud. Um, that's depressing to me. But you, today included, it's just, it's just been curveball after. <laughs> Motherfucking curveball. Well, yeah, and that, or the pitcher just actively trying to hit you. Right. And being you in the head, not just like. <laughs> no, he's trying to, sh- he's trying to kill you. He's yes. trying to put you out of commission mm-hmm. and your fucking major league career. Yes. So the uh, the fact that it was it's been I don't mean to completion, wait that sounded <laughs> um, <laughs> um to from beginning we really to worked us, devil cock to completion. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, <laughs> please make it stop. I can't. Um, can't stop. From stop. from us having a watchable movie. Right. It wasn't that. I mean that was two years ago that we had a watchable movie. Yeah. So, in between now and then, we were just trying to decide, well, what do we do with it now? Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of, you know, po- uh, possibilities that just kind of fell through. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> we say all that to say, today we're presenting, uh, well, uh, what we decided to do was to just give the movie away. Yeah. Um, so, tomorrow, this will, this is going live on Thursday, uh... So tomorrow being Friday, May 15th, uh, which is the two-year anniversary of our premiere, Mm -hmm. we are releasing the film uh, via BitTorrent Bundle for the very first time for free. And we are releasing the feature and an an interactive (laughs) commentary version of the film. Mm -hmm. Which is, it's it's awesome. It really is great (laughs) to watch it because... I mean, first of all, I was there, so getting to see a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that I'd never seen before was really cool. But I think anybody who just has seen the movie, is aware of the movie, whatever, it's it's gonna it's gonna have a lot of value because it's just really cool to see. I mean, I think it's cool for any filmmaker in general just to see what another filmmaker had to go through. Right. You know, mm-hmm. uh, how wrong we did everything. Everything. Uh, but that's part of the process. I mean, this is our first feature, you know, so when we, we take a pretty unflinching look at our process. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't try to sugarcoat anything we did. Yeah. We're proud of the stuff we're proud of. We call out the bullshit that we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what you are going to hear today is the first, what's it, 25 minutes or so? Yeah. Of, uh, of that commentary presented as a podcast. Mm-hmm. We, did, we, we recorded the commentary in a podcast fashion. Um, but it, it is the, essentially the pre-production of Die, Devil, Cock, Die, our, our film. Um, mm-hmm. 
and like how everything got started, how we found the actors, right, all right. That stuff. So it's everything leading up to just starting the film and watching it, uh, which you can hear and see for free on Friday. Uh, so yeah, it includes my Cameron and myself, our producer Tala Habala, uh, the star of the film Chad Lehe, and another star of the film Dustin Rye, who plays Creepo the Clown. Uh, and yeah, hoot and holler. It is a hoot and holler. It's Says any cool news. <laughs> You're really trying to get any cool news on board. Uh, <laughs> you should submit this to him. Yeah, totally. Uh, so yeah, enjoy this. It's kind of our chance to plug our own shit. We don't really do that very often, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, we mentioned that we're filmmakers, but this is kind of putting our money where our mouth is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, enjoy this, and be sure to check back tomorrow, Friday, to uh, to get a link so you can download the film for free. Yeah, There's... that will be plastered all over our Twitter and the Facebook page for of a Di- while. Di- Di- Die Devil Cock Die fan page, as well as the Bigger Show page, I would imagine. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna put it everywhere, and there's two packages available. There's a free package, which means you get the fr- feature and the commentary, and then there's a deluxe pa- deluxe package, which you could buy for five dollars, and it has all of the trailers and uh, all of the posters and the original short film that we did way back when, um, and bunch of other cool shit so yeah that uh that about wraps it up enjoy enjoy this show and uh see our movie see ya see ya goodbye Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the official, one and only, Devil Cock, Devil Cock and Terry. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Uh, sounds like dysentery. Yeah. Or Cock and Terry, Devil Cock. What? What? No. Anyway, we're here today. I'm so excited. Do not tarry on this joke. Don't. <laughs> That's not a Bruce Wayne. You don't get that one. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough, that fair one. enough. Moving on. Uh, very excited to be here. We're doing kind of something uh, a little different. We're doing a behind-the-scenes commentary orgy. podcast orgy. That's later. Blood gore orgy. Blood gore orgy. Blood gorgy. Uh, I'll, I'll mash them all up. Yeah, yeah. I am Mike Dubzalecki. Uh, I am the writer-director of Die, Devil, Cock, Die. I am joined by... Cameron B. Childs, uh, director of photography and co-editor of Die, Devil, Cock, Die. Oh, Die, Devil, Cock, Die. Also joined by... Tala Habala. I was the first assistant director and the producer of Die, Devil, Cock, Die. And fake uh, skinhead shemp and everything else. Uh, just about. <laughs> you just cut cut the credits in half. Right. The Jane of all the Right, yeah. I am also joined by... I'm Chad A. Lehe, the star, fi choreographer, co-writer, everything. Of Whoa. <laughs> the real OG of Dynamic The heart and soul. And I'm no. Dustin Rye. I play Creepo the Clown. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes. This little Creepo laugh. Ah, uh, you told me not to get loud. Oh, you're that right. was the rule. All right, later. Later. That'll be the last thing. Uh, well, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. This is a little different, as I said. It's a little unorthodox. But I want to go back to the beginning of how we started Die, Double Cock, Die. And it was six years ago? 
And we had just gotten back from seeing uh, Grindhouse. Grindhouse. We were at a Mexican restaurant. And Chad and I had <laughs> both known that there was a, a trailer contest associated with Grindhouse to create your own little trailer. And at the same time, Chad and I were both in a cinema appreciation class and we had to do a final project. And we decided, well, let's make a Grindhouse trailer. And do you remember what the original idea was? Oh, God. I mean, vaguely. I've, I've done a lot of things since then. <laughs> Your original pitch to me was White House Panty Rake. Yes, White House <laughs> Panty Rake. <laughs> gonna, gonna get be... those Bush Twins panties. Yes. <laughs> you and uh, David Bertrand, a buddy of ours, and you were trying to break into the White House to steal the White House. Like, White House panties. I uh, still think we should make that. So like I, I soft core B movie porn. I mean, like every Grindhouse movie in the you know, right. I mean, so. um, which is just a really funny idea. Then it became you thought it was a good idea for a a stuntman who couldn't die, and you were like, yeah, that's you know that's why he's great at stunts. He can't die. And I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. Mm. And then we were at this Mexican restaurant, just sitting there picking up my food and just. Terry Devilcock can't die. <laughs> and then it kind of spiraled from there to where we were like, oh, let's, you know, let's make this about a, just a guy who tries to kill himself and, and realizes he can't die. Yeah, which I just kind of melted into that role because I can't feel anything, so it just made sense. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> became part Chad. Well, let's let's explain. Let's explore that a little bit. So, right? yeah. Let's uh, so, the reason we did this, and I did all my stunts, and we didn't really have to worry about faking a lot of shit. We just did it because I had spinal meningitis when I was a little baby boy, uh, and my nervous system's just a little jacked up from it, so... Getting punched in the face is about the same as somebody just patting me on the shoulder saying, how are you doing today? <laughs> so it just, uh, yeah, we just said, fuck it, hit me with that chair. Yeah, hit me with this, hit me with that. <laughs> and originally, I mean, we didn't, the, the original version of the film is kind of like this version. It's a guy who can't die uh, and then runs into some religious zealots who think he's the Antichrist wackiness ensues. Yeah, but he had hair and sideburns. It was yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. This is pre-shaved pre, pre head chat. There was no creepo. There were no crazy gangs from around the world. It was just this, you know, kind of direct ripoff of, like... I wore overalls for the first time in my entire life. That's right. You were into... <laughs> yeah. So Dustin was originally one of the religious zealots. Mm, yeah. Pimp Daddy was one of the religious zealots. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, David, who plays the preacher in this version of the film, was the preacher in the original. He had hair as well. Did he? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I can't imagine any of this. Yeah, yeah. it was nuts. Uh, so we decided, that that's what we did. It was it was a lot of fun. It was, you know, the, the, we got an A. <laughs> <laughs> we always got And that's A's. what matters. Yeah, that's what matters. <laughs> uh, but we had kind of always talked about, wouldn't it be fun to do it bigger and, and better? <laughs> and it was always us, like, you'd get really excited about it and be like, I mean, I'm down for it, but this is going to be really difficult. You'd be like, no, no. Yeah. A few, mean, a few weekends in the summer, we'll be good. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. That's really funny. Oh, I remember, oh, no, I remember that pitch when you knocked on my door in McEwen. I'll never forget that day it was just well, like so th it became this thing of before we get into that it became this thing of me s saying i want to make a movie so i had known that chad was going to be moving and at the time i had been asked to do effects for another film and i th knew that i needed to test those effects and i was like well what a great way to test them we can write them into a 
you know, extended version of Die, Devil, Cock, Die. This all seems so simple. It's, <laughs> and, I, and then I called Tal and I'm like, hey, uh, I kind of want to do this thing, and I, I don't know, do you remember me coming to you about it? Like, well, you, I, this, this is how I remember it. I remember I was at the mall, <laughs> and I got a phone call from you, and I think I was walking, I pretty much, every square foot of that mall I'd walked around because you were pitching it to me. Right. And you called me and you'd pitch me this idea. And he said, because I, I've, I've worked with Mike on a, on a couple of shorts before this. It was kind of a, he, you're my go-to effects guy. And um, we'd worked on a couple of projects in school. And so I'd known Mike pretty well at this point. And I actually, I told him, I said, you know, I'm not really feeling producing. <laughs> I don't know if that's what I want to do. <laughs> Because I, I, I'd done a couple of shorts, and Mike was on with was on me with a couple of these shorts, and you saw how some of those went. Right. And why I probably was turned off by, by producing. And so I remember after you'd pitched all this stuff to me, you're like, hey, so um, I'm really interested. I feel like it's a really interesting story. Would you want to produce this for me? You could either say yes, or you can tell me to fuck off. And I said, you know what? I'm going to tell you to do both. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I remember. And so. I, I think originally I pitched, I think we could do it for $5,000. Let's try to crowdfund it. And then we did. Like, we, we we attempted that. Do you remember me coming to you about it? Yeah, I was uh, living in my boss's house while they were out <laughs> or staying in Hong Kong for a few months. And you just stopped by and you're like, so I've got something big I want to talk to you about. And you whipped out this script. Well, I had already had a, I had yeah, a script Yeah, you, you had like a rough draft <laughs> of the script and everything. <laughs> And as soon as I looked at the title, I was just like, are you serious? <laughs> and I was like, this is this is many pages longer than it was last time. Right. Uh, Do you remember I mean, how yeah, long? We were just kind of batting it back and forth the, and me saying this is The draft really that difficult. I came to chat with, yeah, like I how think long? it was probably 30 pages. Something like at that. At that point. Yeah. Maybe 20. Mm -hmm. But yeah, do you remember me coming to you about it? Sort of. I remember doing some stills, which I never do still photography but some stills on a small production for a movie that i don't think ever got made but yeah yeah um <laughs> but um i remember being there and you just kind of telling me what you wanted and as i am with most things when people come to me with something big i'm always kind of like well uh, you know i'm interested you know let's keep in touch let's talk about it because i didn't feel i wasn't i wasn't that experienced as far as dping so I just remember being hesitant, but in the end, like, okay, let's do it. You know, a few weekends in the summer was was the pitch we're going to keep bringing up. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's about how that went. I mean, I was like, I've got a Canon T2i. I've got a little shoulder mount, and that's that's all we need to make a movie. So. <laughs> Dustin, do you remember? Seasoned pros, that's what we all were. I, I absolutely remember. Okay, so just to just to clarify, Camden, which is where you I, resided I, at the time, yes. is like a good 45 minutes to an hour drive from where I live. And uh, I just recently bought a house and moved in. And one day I just hear a knock at the door and I'm like, who the hell could be at my house right now? I just got off work and it was Mike. And I was like... So elated to see you. I was like, hey, and you were like, I don't remember just showing up at your house. You did, yeah. There was no phone call or nothing. It was just all like, I hear a knock on my door and I'm like, holy crap, it's Mike. And, and I'm like, come on in, hugs, bro grabs. Yeah, man. And he's like, he sits down on the couch. He's like, so listen, I have this idea. And, Does uh, he put his hands together yeah, in prayer no, positions? No, no, like the uh, the <laughs> yoga lady. Quite. 
you know, I could be exaggerating. Okay. But, but yeah, it, it, he sat down on the couch and began pitching. He's like, you remember we did Dynamicon? God, you know, the trailer. And uh, I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, I have, uh, we kind of revamped the script. And you didn't bring the script, though, which, <laughs> which is fine. But uh, you were like, we revamped the idea. We have a whole new thing. It's going to be bigger. And I was like, awesome. You know, like, and I'm just like, why not? Like, yes, awesome. This is great. I'm gonna hey, get to put overalls back on again. Yeah, well, I mean, I did, yeah, I mean, I figured you were there for more than just you know that. And he was like, I got this character that I just think that you would do really well. And I was like, oh. And then Creepo the Clown was the first pitch, and he knew I was fond of a previous idea. Yeah, the previous idea we had done a short film, and we were gonna remake it, and you were gonna be this character called the Bat Boy. Yeah, and it was kind of like the raid where the character only fought with baseball bats. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, wow. we were way pre-raid. We, we, were, we were pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Dustin really wanted to play that character. We had always wanted... There was going to be like an homage to the Baseball Furies from the Warriors. Mm-hmm. That'll keep getting brought up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> That's I showed, some, I showed someone We've the trailer yesterday, and they were like, the yeah, kinda, "It kind of seems like the Warriors really? a little bit." Is that no? true? Yeah. Who was it? Um, a guy Jesse I work with. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. What movie was it that my dad said it reminded him? Of? Oh, uh, Billy Jack. Billy Jack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, perfect. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, the bad boy, was yeah, the bad boy got brought up, and I was kind of all like, "Are you gonna?" And you were kind of like, "Yeah, maybe," but this creepo, the clown, like, just kept trying to sell me on creepo. And well, uh, I think what had happened was the same time that I pitched Chad the script that I had. He and I sat down and were like, "Okay, what do we want to include?" Yeah, that was circus the big freaks, thing. <laughs> skinheads, gangsters. There were so many that didn't even get in. Oh, we'll, there. Get, we'll get we'll get there, but we <laughs> we just pitched a ton of ideas, and creepo was kind of. Sifted to the top. Yeah, I mean, we didn't, you know, we were trying not to do the Joker, which I mm-hmm. think we we're pretty successful at it not being very Jokery. Uh, yeah. And it was just. I'm no Mark Hamill. I mean, well, <laughs> so, you know, some few are. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of the, the, the genesis of it. And we said, okay. Well, I have a quick question, though. Like, why did you think of him for Creepo specifically? Just That's because a good question. of how. I'd say because of his actual laugh. Yeah, I mean, I just, how bombastic and just wild you can be. Um, and just, I really wanted to see you play a bad guy. I thought it would be a lot of fun. I just, there was something about him, just there was a little spark of that mm. kind of nutso. Uh, and I would, well, we'll talk about mm. the origin of the creep <laughs> a little bit. But, yeah, so that, does that? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really yeah, fun. Because I, to... I, I wondered that, too, because, I mean, and this is just, <coughs> you know, saying something about Dustin and how how much range he has really is just seeing him now and then seeing him in character like I still it still doesn't it still doesn't I I have to take a double take (laughs) it's incredible thank you it's absolutely incredible Dustin's also in a a band called the Clover Club they they come to town here and play and people who there are a lot of people here who have seen the movie and I'll be like yeah that's that's Creep of the Cloud and they're like no <laughs> yeah, no. All the time. So that's that's always wild. And it's a lot it was, of fun. It was very weird for me to see him without makeup for a long time. Yeah, I that just was, hadn't so, seen him without. Yeah, that was the biggest thing. Where I re- never saw him outside of makeup. Yeah, exactly. I remember. I remember coming to doing the. It was the final fight scene between you and I, Chad. I remember coming, you know, not in makeup. Yeah. And a couple of people were all like, "Oh, are you one of the extras?" And I was all like. No, creepo. <laughs> and they were just like, oh, okay. I guess I just didn't recognize you because yeah. you don't have the face mm. on. So it became one of, it was completely normal 
for people to know me like yeah. in makeup, which was it was a cool experience for me. Yeah, to be and he's thank always, you very much for yeah, the kind words. And so. Dustin's always so That's smiley true. and happy and cheerful. So it's really funny when he's got the creepo makeup on and you're talking just, to him like he's you know normal Dustin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know he's just got these scowling eyes all of a sudden. It's just like. I can't read you right now. <laughs> I, would really... I just wear the prosthetic to po- like play a poker game. But... <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah it, would, it would trip me out a little bit. Like, I'd be sitting and I'd be telling him about maybe a scene that was coming up or we need to, you know, just to just let him know what was going on. And just hearing you just a regular voice yeah. from a prosthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. I'm just trying to, like, I'm a professional. I have to I'm, professional. Yeah. I can't freak out right yeah. now. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we that was that was kind of how we brought it all together. I mean... There were, you know, other pieces, other people we approached. David is the best, the preacher. Uh, I mean, I could, I could ask him to do anything, and he would always do it. Uh, David should be famous. Like he's one of those dudes who's just down for anything, and he's really good. You know, like he's, he's always been great. Um, he's DTF, as we like to say. I was yeah, about to, to say film. that. Down was, to film. Yeah, I was <laughs> about to actually say that, but. Uh, so, and then Anthony as Pimp Daddy is inspired. Uh, Friends is cracker ass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, in deciding we were going to do a crowdfunding campaign, I I thought, well, what are we going to do to shoot? You know, like, what do we shoot to promote our campaign? Mm-hmm. And oh, so, yeah. I remember sitting on the front porch one night, and uh, the, the Johnny Cash song, you know, God's Gonna Cut You Down, came on, and I just thought, Wow. This is wild shit. And I just saw this scene of the preacher walking into this church and up the, you know, up the middle, middle aisle. And then he just starts singing the song. Mm-hmm. And so I called Spencer, our, our uh, composer, or score composer, um, and I said, do you think we could do this? And he was like, I don't know. Can your actors sing? And I said, yeah. Uh, and so, <laughs> well, because I knew that David could. I knew that, you know, you sang, Dustin. Um, I had no idea whether or not Anthony could sing. So it was just kind of like, well, let's give it a shot. And I knew the skinheads weren't going to have to. Uh, so, yeah, we recorded a brand new version of, of that song. Uh, and that became our, we shot a teaser trailer to that song. And I, that was when I kind of knew, okay, this, this, this might be hard, but... That's still one of the things I'm most proud of over this entire process. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I want a trailer where I sing. Yeah, that, no, that was absolutely nice. It's like, Mike's like, hey, we're going to do Guys and Cody. Like, awesome. Do Johnny Cash song. This is going to be great. But I need you to sing it like Creepo. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> that, 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 I'll admit that did take some practice. Well, that just some, that, but, but. Because that was very strange. The first introduction to you ever is you sitting in this lair with this like circus striped table and you know you're putting on your makeup and you know and you're singing yeah and it was just so creepy and wild and and so much fun and putting that makeup on you for the first time i think the very first picture of you as creepo is you against a white background holding up like a a prisoner number yeah that was eyes black yeah i remember that yeah that was that was and i i remember not being able to shoot that and being especially disappointed when i finally saw it because i was like i wish i'd been able able to shoot yeah yeah, yeah. exactly there's a lot of stuff that came up with scheduling just who shot for that it was who was uh, dp in (laughs) it was it was a mix of me robert and frank that's we right. all alternated, yeah. 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 And then I think Marissa helped out with yeah, just was a little he writing. There too? No. No? Okay. No. Something else I know that we'll touch on later, but 
I will say this. One thing that I absolutely loved about my character was uh, the change of the facial pattern makeup that changed throughout. Like, yeah. not mm-hmm. only the life of the film for every, like, little trailer that we did, <laughs> but th- even through the film, I thought that was very, that was very cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, I mean, and then we got to really, you know, experiment that first time and be like, okay, this works on Creepo, this does, and that was a big, the, the two most important looks were yours and Chad's. Because even in that first trailer, Chad's got his sleeves rolled up. We only see him at the very end of the trailer. He's got his sleeves rolled up, and he, you know, kicks open the door, and he's ready to fucking, you know, beat ass, uh, wholesale. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the, one of the things that is actually in that trailer that I wanted to do in the film that we never got to was at, we literally shaved one of the skinheads' hair like live, and it's in the trailer. I remember. That. Oh yeah, that's right. And I had wanted to do that in the film, but we never got a chance to. So there's a lot of little touches in that trailer that I'm eternally just I, I love. You're actually you actually played the skinhead shaving his head don't you yeah yeah it just it's from like the chest down mm. uh i feel like it perfectly set the tone it did for yeah, the film because it doesn't say anything about the movie at all mm-hmm. um it's just weird ass characters wild ass characters running around uh it's just weird ass <laughs> characters yeah. uh, and you know this... did it say coming four years from now yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been like the subtext right at the very bottom the uh, screen tears and so coming home <laughs> that was the first that was the first you know video we shot for the fundraiser and we made most of our money for that uh, and then we shot a an additional or we did an additional fundraiser around Christmas uh, called the Devilcock Christmas a very Devilcock very Devilcock mm-hmm. Christmas in which uh, I do the whole kind of classic TV Christmas thing and Creepo busts in and kidnaps me. Uh, in the, the glass pickle. In the, the glass pickle. The, the, yeah. glass pickle. the crinkly Santa Claus <laughs> oh. outfit. <laughs> My buddy Chris. In the, yeah. in the Chris Crinkle outfit. Uh, but then we, sh- we did one other fundraiser called the Mother's Day Massacre. It was a live show. Uh, it was like a concert. And you, Creepo, you were the MC. Which was... Absolutely a delight. It was fun yeah, just to it have was a you. a fun night. I mean, yeah. Regardless of how the show went, it was a fun to have you in makeup mm-hmm. to have the other characters there. Yeah, uh, I was out of I was out of town for that. I think that's yeah, the you one. Were out of yeah. the country for that. I think. I remember heckling oh, wait, the bartenders. <laughs> I just left. Uh, I remember heckling the bartenders in character. They just did not know what to think of me. Nobody at all. did. That was what was. It was a missed opportunity just because it was poorly promoted. <coughs> but I mean just having the characters there just walking around and people just being like what the fuck <laughs> what did I I just came to, to have a beer man <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a cloud in this outrageous jacket walking around I love uh, that jacket so yeah so then we I mean we we shot the film in one iteration or another over the next several years <laughs> yeah uh, it was always just okay we're gonna take this we're gonna take this little bit we're gonna do this thing and originally I we started filming, I want to say, like, July of 2011. Always in the hottest part of the year. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. And then a prosthetic was... In the prosthetic. And that velvet coat. And the velvet coat. Chad in the same shirt for, like, oh, yeah. three summers. Same <laughs> crusty, blood-crusted yeah, like old grit. Don't wash like it. I need, you to, I need you to hang this up in your closet. No, do no, not wash, wash it. it. It would ruin the blood. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Now we got to do a new Continu- Then there'll be continuity issues. Like, uh, wow. Yeah, like, getting anything to match would have been miserable so we just threw you in the same shit every year. And, but oh, what was so great sticky. is that we were able to keep 
you know, contact of all the wardrobe. Like, we didn't lose any yeah. wardrobe. We never lost... That's the thing. We didn't lose anything, really. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple of times where it was, like, really minor stuff. But the fact that actors, for the most part, uh, and locations and uh, wardrobe and props, the fact that all that kind of stayed intact was nuts. And the thing that happened, the thing that a lot of people don't know is that we shot a huge chunk of the movie that first summer. Yeah. Yeah. And it was stuff that we just weren't happy with. The finale we shot. <clears throat> yeah, we'll talk, well, like, we'll show you a little bit more about that, but we shot this big chunk and there was just stuff that we were like, well, we're just not happy with this. Mm -hmm. So what do we do? Yeah. And so I went back to Tala and I said, hey, I'm really thinking about rewriting this a little bit to include an airplane and to include like a really classic looking car and to include a wrestling ring. And Tala slammed the door in his face. <laughs> she once again. This is why Tala is the best answers. producer of all time. She just goes, yeah, sure, let's do it. We might as well. And I was just like, okay. It, it just got to the point where it's like, you know what, why the hell not? Like that's that's all we really had to that's all we had to that's what kept us going. This I feel like is is perfect, we've done so much already. It's yeah. the perfect formula for insanity filmmaking. I mean, it's just what can, can I have an airplane? Sure, yeah, we'll get an airplane. How much money do we have in the budget for that? None. none. All right, well, none. None. all right. That's the thing. We got make it work. Everything for free, uh, and we got everything we wanted. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I kind of want to say yeah, before is. before we get started is what I th think is very interesting is that, you know, Mike didn't have a lot of experience directing, Cam didn't have a lot of experience being director of photography, I didn't have a lot of experience producing, and our actors, this is really one of their big roles. I feel like this was the biggest learning experience, kind of, like, I think the best, really, film school you could yeah, pick someone actually, there. Yeah. And I have, I have been banging and, that drum since we started this. People ask yeah. me about film school, and uh, just go do it. You know, I mean, we learned by experience. Sure, yeah. I mean, there were probably easier ways to do a lot of the stuff we did. I wouldn't have traded, regardless of, of what I feel down about the film or, you know, everything we've been through with it, I would not have traded any of it for the world. Yeah. I would have made this movie a hundred times over. Mm. Uh, so, saying all that, I think uh, I think we're ready to, to get started with the feature. I'm pumped. Uh, so... <laughs> Jesus.